Welcome to Nerdables episode 450. This week we got a whole lot going on. We talk about James Gunn, uh, Henry Cavill, DC, Marvel, and what's to come in the future. We talk about the Ant-Man trailer. We talk about Vision getting its own show. And of course we got some Star Wars news. We talk about Andor, the new Tales of the Jedi series. And we also discuss a top-secret Star Wars script that's being developed that takes place after the sequels, not with the Skywalker family, but may have some of the sequel characters in it. So we're going to call this one Nerdables Episode 450, Herschel Walker and Kanye West versus The House Mimes. Welcome to Nerdables. I'm R.A. Joining me are Chris and Ethan. You gotta tone that down. No, we want some you know excitement building into the show. My ears don't. Because then all of a sudden... No, because we're show. just talking like this. this Welcome to Nerdables! Loud, loud! But then once we Still get into with the Harry show... Carey. Welcome to Nerdables! And when we're the show, it's just kind of down, you know, or just, you know... Or in Ethan's know. case, it doesn't exist at all. <laughs> um, Hi, okay, so it doesn't come across or come up often, but... Chris was right. What? That comes up a lot often more often. What? Not for me. No, because you're afraid. You had said that we, when we were talking a long time ago about who should be in charge of DC's films. Who should be their new Kevin Feige? I had postured that and it should be James Gunn. And then I think I said it facetiously a couple weeks ago. I said, what if they pick James Gunn in charge? Yes. You and said it a like, couple eh. times. And I said... I remember saying that I didn't want that because I wanted James, you know, I'm selfish. I want James Gunn to stay with Marvel and stay with Guardians of the Galaxy. But obviously he said he's no, he's not he's going to do it anymore. And that's, that's part of the reason I said it. He already said he was gone. Right. And I, I think I even said, yeah, that's a good choice, but I don't want that choice. But I swear, you know, if somebody from DC is listening to us, that's cool. Just can you... Give us a little shout out or something. <laughs> I thought that was obvious enough that DC didn't have to listen to anybody for it, which means I really thought that DC wouldn't do it. <laughs> it was so obvious. Well, the, 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 I remember us talking about it. We, we said, whoever the first guy is, he's not going to last long and he's going to be out. And then you're going to need to get somebody like, you know, more like Kevin Feige, more like a James or a James Gunn. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. Although, you know, Peter Sanfran is there, too. Saffron. Saffron. I did it again. <laughs> There's no N after the A, right? It's S-A-F-R-A-N, isn't it? S-A, yeah, there's a, it's the N's at the end. Saffron. Saffron. I should know that because... I believe in Saffron. Um, Saffron believes in me. He's mellow yellow. So, yes, they are co-chairs of DC Films. One of them will probably be the business guy. Yes. wonder who that'll be. And one of them will be the creative guy. Exactly. And I think having the two of them, and obviously with James's background, he's going to do films. Oh, sure. He's going to... But it's also... The mistake of having Zack Snyder do that is all Zack wanted to do was his films. Sure. He mm -hmm. never wanted to hire talent for anybody else. Where Kevin Feige's brilliance, his whatever, is he finds talent. He's a producer. And he finds talent. He finds talent. And he gets talent to work for him mm -hmm. within a certain structure. And those that don't, he doesn't piss off. Yeah. You know, Edgar Wright was perfectly fine not doing that Ant-Man. The first director that was hired for Black Panther, 
perfectly fine. He said, yeah, I turned in a treatment. They didn't like it. That was mm-hmm. the end. We parted on good terms. It went to Ryan Coogler. Um, it's been know, happened they, several times. Yeah, and, and it's it's not a story as much as when it happens with Lucasfilm. Right. When Colin Trevorrow's like, I got fired, and here's my treatment. And it's so much better. Did you um, see that Lord somebody Miller got fired in the that? middle of it? Oh, yeah, I saw that when it first came out. Yeah. It was great. Um, Lord Miller got fired, and uh-huh. we're going like, no one's allowed to speak in So They had to sign every NDA in the world not to actually say what the hell happened, which pisses me off. Uh, Gareth Edwards was not involved at the end of Rogue One. Right. Having Tony Gilroy come in, and then they're like, Tony, do me a favor. Come here, come here. Do this show. It's a whole bunch of episodes. <laughs> well, wasn't Tony the one, one of the ones that came up with it? Yeah. No, it's 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 created by Tony Gilroy. Yeah. Yes, but it was it's just... And we'll hit the same thing happened with Solo, where we had Ron Howard take over. Yeah, but anyway... In terms of James, James can concentrate on the, the creative side. Hopefully, find talent, find directors, find the story, and connect some of these films in a meaningful way. Mm-hmm. And Peter can do all of the business part of it. Did you see the first thing that James Gunn did? He changed yeah. it from being the DCEU to the DCU. Yeah. They're so afraid to be Marvel. To me, to me. my opinion is they were so afraid to be accused of copying Marvel. They didn't copy Marvel. Yeah. Well, they and even the first said. Thing I said is just do it. Who cares if it's successful? Do you think anyone really gives a damn if justice league was, Oh, this is a lot like Avengers, right? It has no choice, but to be something like Avengers. Exactly. You have a bunch of powerful people get together and fight a big bad guy. It, There's only Avengers. so many ways you can tell yeah, that. You know, and he comes from space yeah. or he doesn't. If they had used, if they had done justice league with black Adam, it would have been great. Mm-hmm. Have a have a hero that can actually beat Superman. After seeing of, uh, after seeing Black Adam, I really wish they would have had because he's he's such the antihero in this. I wish they would have had him be the full on villain in Justice League, and then have this be him becoming more of an antihero. Yeah, but that makes sense, and that's yeah. why they didn't do it. <laughs> because, None of the, I, don't, I don't I don't think any of their their decisions ever made any sense. Well, here's the good thing about James Gunn taking over. He's been under that Marvel umbrella. He's seen how it's staged, how they spend, you know, months and years developing storylines, how they storyboard out the, you know, the, the through line and, you know, start with a, a, the Tesseract and end up with the gauntlet. Their creative retreats must be amazing. Oh, but also, God, it's, I'd love to be one of those. It's what... Marvel seem to do is they put pieces in there that are allowed to develop organically. organically. Yeah. yeah. The Tesseract was just the Tesseract. Mm-hmm. And then a few years later, like, what if that's an infinity stone? Yeah. What if what's in Loki's staff is an infinity stone? What if the ether is an, an infinity mm-hmm. stone? What if, what if all these I things, I think the ether was always planned that by that point. Yeah. They were able to yeah. throw those things in there, well, yeah, but the, there's the nothing about it being, the, being an infinity gem. Infinity Stone, whatever, right. in that film. It wasn't until later where they're like, oh, yeah, that one makes sense now. Oh, yeah, yeah that's a perfect tie-in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if the dancing sequence is really about <laughs> an Infinity Stone? Well, having James Gunn in charge of DC, you're going to have oh a lot God. more dancing. Can you, can you imagine DC what happens? Superman dances. What Superman happens when dance? Batman does the Bat-2C again? <laughs> it's going to be amazing. I can, I, honestly, want, I can honestly see that happen. I want James Gunn to do a 66 Batman movie. Oh, my God, that'd be amazing. Just just put it out there. Just be like, here you go. This is, this is the dumbest movie you're ever going to see. But do it. And, and have and have Joel Schumacher direct it. Oh, God. 
You would make no money, but it would be the most cred you'd I ever have. I don't know if that would be a colossal piece of crap. It would be, go so a colossal far. piece of crap that goes so far around That's what it is. that it's gold. <laughs> it's gold. I mean, look at how many people really love the Joel Schumacher films now. Once you get past it, and the, it sort of writes itself, right? So we get, we get uh, Danny Elfman's, Danny Elfman's, uh, Tim Burton's Batman, Tim Burton's Batman Returns, mm-hmm. which I still say is not a good movie. And then we get all this schlock and crap. We get Batman Forever that has no idea what the hell it wants to be. Right. And then we've got Batman and Robin and Super Batman and Freeze Batman and Nipple Batman, whatever. That was Batman and Robin. Whatever. It doesn't matter. They're all the same. <laughs> they're all terrible because that's all we have right now. And we're like, oh my God, I can't believe they're going to this. Then when we get Nolan's Batman and we get Batman Begins and we're like, oh my God, this is what I wanted. This is yeah. what I always wanted. This is great. You know, those Schumacher movies aren't that bad. Because you now have the one you want, you're interested in the one you didn't want and you can appreciate it at a different level knowing this isn't all I'm going to get. No, that Batman and Robin movie is still awful. Oh, no, it's still awful, but people love it because it's awful. Oh, I'm nice to meet you. Ice to meet you. How do you not do that line? That'd be great. (laughs) You don't hire Arnold Schwarzenegger to give you Shakespeare for God's sakes. To be or not to be. Ah, that's the question. You know, (laughs) everybody forgets Poison Ivy was in that too, and Mm -hmm. it was awful. Oh, Um, that did. Omar Thurman. The what's the Batman one with uh, with Tommy Lee Jones? That's the same one. Batman Forever. No, that's Batman Forever. Is it Tommy Lee Jones and 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 it was Tommy Lee Jones and 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 Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. Is that the Nicole Kidman one? Yes. Wow. That one's awful, too. But the because thing that's is, the, one with the Val Riddler Kilmer. stuff is not that bad. I liked Val Kilmer as, as Bruce. I thought that was fine. I know I, liked, I, I, I enjoyed him as Bruce and Batman. But Two-Face is a waste of time. Oh, it's so much better. And then you have... You have Unless uh, you have him and Jim Carrey fuck, which you get that vibe <laughs> in the middle of the film, and they don't they don't seal the deal, It's he's worthless. He but then you do also anything. have... Uh, Drew Barrymore and I think Parker Posey as Sugar and as Sugar and Spice. Parker Posey was in a Batman. <laughs> I think that was I think she, I think it was her. I feel I, well. Keep talking. I'll look it up. Oh my god! It'd be the first time anyone looks. But up once you <laughs> forever in a long time. But once you have what what once you feel safe that you're gonna get a Batman that you like. You know, no one has mm-hmm. it. We're gonna get two more films. One of them is going to be a masterpiece. Another one is going to be unfairly maligned as some giant. It's just a Bruce Wayne film. Bruce Wayne is Batman. Debbie uh, Mazer. <laughs> Debbie Mazer? M A Z A R. Mazar. Mazar. <laughs> well, she looks like Parker Posey, doesn't she? She does. Uh, she reminds me of Parker Posey. But I, she ended up doing a lot of. She uh, did a bunch of. TV and stuff, yeah. But once you, I think once you have safe something safe with that, you can have those things. If if James Gunn comes out and says, "Look, we're still going to have Matt Reeves do Batman. You're still going to get four hour movies where it takes him six minutes to walk across a room. Right. Mm-hmm. It's going to be dark. It's going to be raining. It has the average. I and mean, Gotham City gets more rain than Seattle for God's <laughs> sakes. Stuff will be on fire. They're, they're for never no in a drop. Yeah, the, the stu- yeah, they're not sitting there getting dudes like you got to cut your water bill. No, I don't. All I have to do is put a glass outside and I get fresh water from the sky. As long as he tells us that, and then he says, "By the way, I'm going to do a movie with hell. I'm going to have Brad Pitt play the best Adam West you've ever seen, and we're just going to do a crazy, weird movie, 
and I'm going to get like John Leguizamo to play the Joker. And I'm just like all these characters in these weird places. He has to have a mustache underneath his face. Yeah, that's the best part of it. It's like, and he'll have the little but like one. the he'll, skinny mustache. Yeah, that's what, he'll have the, he'll have the, the little Hispanic mustache. That's that little thing. Like he's drawn with an eyebrow pencil. And you give him that. I'd be so interested in that if he's also like, don't worry, it doesn't fit anywhere. I just want to do it. We just got to get it out there. It's just a it'll one-off be, movie. It'll be on HBO Max. No sequels. You guys will love it. It'll be crazy. It'll make fun of the things. How much did we love Brave and the Bold as a cartoon oh once we God. figured it out, knowing that we still had 90 seasons of Batman the Animated Series that existed that we could go back and watch as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. That became like, okay, I know that this isn't going to last. At some point, they're going to redo a Batman TV series, and they did it as a CGI one, and it was awful. And then we haven't had one since, which is I think is very weird. Yeah. I think it's weird that we have a Harley Quinn show only because it's an R show. They probably were like, we want to do an R rated show. Okay. Wasn't there some issue with the Batman rights to do a show? That's the whole reason why Batman never showed up in Teen Titans. No, or they wanted no, they, they keep them. Like that. That's the toy line. So the toy line was all the light rights existed with Kenner oh. and somebody else. But then the, the, the DC rights went to somebody else. It was like Jazzwares or whatever was doing the justice league and they couldn't do Batman. Mm. The TV thing was, so the the live action 66 Batman, they could never put it out because the rights still existed with Paramount, I think. I think it was Something a CBS like that, yeah. show. And they refused to release it back to DC. Once they finally did, it was on DVD. And of course, it's on streaming now and everything. <laughs> they they say... I just thought of who should be the Riddler for your 66 movie. Part of... Um, Mark Hamill. No. Uh, <laughs> it should be Will Ferrell as the Riddler. God. <laughs> If you're going to go out. Riddle me this. If you're going to go that crazy. <laughs> and then Mr. Freeze is, is Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> um, I'm back. Uh, this is all the universe now. It's all connected. Again. Nice yeah, to so, meet you. You know, the, the, the Val Kilmer and well, the, the, the George Clooney. Well, you to bring Halle Berry as Catwoman. And these. Oh, my God. <laughs> but doing, doing it like Julie Newman. <laughs> no, no. You get uh, Jada Pinkett Smith to play Catwoman as... Fish Mooney or whatever oh from that God. Gotham yeah. TV series. Yeah. I am. I mean, she was like channeling Will Shatner. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I am a God. But also Ooh. a woman. Will Shatner is the, as the Riddler. <laughs> no, Will Shatner is the Penguin. Riddle me this. This. All right, let's 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 hurry it up, Rid. Let's go, Edward. When you, what crosses the street? But doesn't have a face. What? A chicken with its head cut off. <laughs> Um, what were oh uh, so we were James Gunn with the DC <laughs> DCU. Uh, you got so many different you know the Ryan the 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 Reeves one is going to you know not fit with with Peacemaker. Nothing fits anymore. <laughs> Are they going to make all of these fit now? Because remember, I, Gunn is in charge of Suicide Squad and. Um, Peacemaker before all this. He has stuff that could exist. Yeah. He has stuff that can't exist. I think he starts over. They do what they should have done from the first place. We're going to do a DC universe and we're going to have another Batman. We're just going to have two. Yeah. You guys will get it. will be separate. It'll be separate. We'll have, we'll have Ben Affleck play the DC universe and we'll have Robin Pattinson play the Batman. Because we know that, uh, and it's it's who are, who are you worried about confusing? Right, like house mimes, my mimes, house moms. 
House Mimes too, because yeah. you know. I, I did, oh my god, I want that movie. <laughs> I did. I did Housewives and House Moms together, and it became House. Mimes. I want House Mimes. <laughs> Just a silent film. DC films. They're, no, they're House just, Mimes. They're sitting there at the backsliding door and they're doing the thing. And they're like, no, you are really trapped. It, it's really a window. Hmm? And you're just looking at their eyes real wide. Like, touching the glass. Can we and please and you have, just a have a meal? Because <laughs> they're just sitting there miming their eating. Could you please fake eat with your mouth closed for God's sake? Um, who sex. are they worried about confusing? Housewives? <laughs> Like that's not. I, I think the demographic they're going after but has also, no idea, or no, sorry, has no problem with two separate Batmans as long as you tell them in advance. Sure. Well, also for the fact that you know, Matt Reeves' Batman is supposed to be like considered year one Batman, yeah. whereas Ben Affleck's Batman would be year old three hundred and forty-seven. Well, like, Robin got murdered. You, know, yeah. you can already see the changes with Black Adam coming. You know, Hawkman and Doctor Fate got no you know backstory at all they just existed. were there they existed mm. uh cyclone and uh adam smasher got just a brief you know there was it, the the briefest thing for adam smasher was henry uh henry winkle was on the phone and he played the the original the fawns yeah he played the original hey. Adam Smasher, and he just says hey henry uh, winkler yeah the fawns <laughs> played the original adam smasher yes where? In Black Adam. In within the universe. Oh. It was basically like, you know, my uh he, he was saying, Hey, take care of the you know, the costume, it's vintage. Because you know, he was now giving the mantle over to his younger nephew. Not sure if I want to see this movie. It's actually not bad. I'm sure it isn't. Um it kind of <laughs> But it was a very Marvel <laughs> thing. Here to have the fawns. Hey. <laughs> Well, he's not actually just smash some Adam. He's not. He's just Henry Winkler. It's not I him as the Henry Fox. Winkler. He's Seriously. a national treasure, sir. He is. No, I love Henry Winkler. <laughs> he's responsible for a lot of great TV, including Arrested Development, and he's mm -hmm. on Arrested Development, and you can't take him seriously at all. But my point <laughs> is, it's a very quick introduction to the character. Yeah. You know, Cyclones is basically just saying that, you know, hey, I was, you know, they, abduct, abducted and experimented on. They cut to where you're at with Marvel films now. Yes. Which is, you have a lot of characters that are thrown at you that have been in films beforehand. And you're like, who the hell is this? Yes. Oh, no, you got to go back 60 films and watch you know, Avengers to figure out Black Widow's origin. Except that's not there. You got to go to the other film. And then that film, and then you figure out. And I'm like, I just, I was just a hot chick with guns. I thought, but no, it's all this craziness. That's but all even together. with even with Black Adam, they didn't really go into a whole lot of detail of it. You know, it, that's what they, is, it's something to learn. Nobody's going to this to get characterization. Everyone that's just like characterization is the problem. No, every troll on the internet that says the problem with the movie is lack of characterization mm -hmm. has no idea what characterization means. Oh, totally. They always point to Star Wars like it's great characterization. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's a bunch of it's a bunch of um, uh, archetypes. Archetypes, yeah. My, I'm using that word for years, and all of a sudden I'm like, adjectives. What the hell am I talking about? It's early. Um, it's all archetype stuff, which is all short stuff, stuff short shortcut stuff. So yes. that's the same thing you do in superhero movies. It's not hard to figure out. The strong guy is strong. We just watched him punch a building and it fell over. Right there, you go. You know, even his Suicide Squad. 90% of those characters don't have any backstory. Right. You get one for the, the rat chick because she has to save the day. Well, you even, get one for the polka dot man because it was funny. Yeah. That was the only, he's like, oh, I can make a joke out of this, that he sees his mom everywhere. 
Um, well, even Guardians, you didn't get, you know, any really backstory. You got a little bit for Gamora. He's a raccoon. They, they mentioned, yeah, he was experimented on. Mm-hmm. Nothing for Groot. Nothing really, you know, you, you get... He's a tree. You, you get, get Drax's backstory out only the, because of the story of right. him trying to chase down Thanos. Yeah. Right. Well, it's also not something like flashback to see his family yeah. or whatever. He he tells you just the same way as like, you, you know, if I was telling mm-hmm. you something that happened in my life, you know, said. And mm-hmm. it's brief. It's just, yeah. it's in and out of the point. It's, it's just a small thing. If you don't know who Thanos is, you're screwed. But mm-hmm. if you watch that, like, who the hell is Thanos again? <laughs> what was he doing? But even, the end of- <laughs> but even with Thanos, there wasn't, you know, there wasn't much with him at the, you get him in the chair. All right. I guess I'll have to do this myself. Yes. If you and don't then, know who it is, I was everybody's hero after Avengers. So I had so many people like, who the hell is that? I'm like, all right, sit down. <laughs> I got a story for you. Um, no, but he gives you the explanation in, in Infinity War. When he oh, talks yeah, no, no. about. But we're talking yes. about the, he's yeah. introduced and you see him a few times. You see him in the chair. Yeah. You see him. I want to do it myself. Whatever, you know, he's the guy that, that sent the Tachari, Loki and the Tachari last year talking mm-hmm. to and all that. You don't know who he is other than, again, an archetype. He's just the big bad guy. And then you don't learn what the Infinity Stones are until, what, Dark World? Mm-hmm. Or whatever? Or, or That's where you Age start. of Ultron? Well, you start, no, you start to his, get it at Dark his, World, his, when, and it's only at the very end at the cut scene, or at the end of the credit scene, when uh, Sif comes up and takes it to the to the uh, collector, yeah, and he says, "Oh, you- but you don't really know what they are until you get to Age of Ultron, and he has his little <coughs> Correct. vision." Correct. Not the vision, but mm. Thor's vision when he goes. We got crazy. Got, 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 got it. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're and just doing DC now, trying to overexplain it. And then they have the vision pick up the hammer. It sucked. Because <laughs> you're like, what? Why? Did um, why? So why? with the Black Adam, we had a the Black. The Black Adam. He said the Black Adam. No, he's just, he's just Black Adam. Tenth Adam. <laughs> Black Adam lives matter. <laughs> we got... That's so cool. Uh, we got a cameo of Superman at the end. And his costume was definitely more vibrant than even what um, what jo- uh, Joss Whedon did with uh, Justice League. He didn't shoot most of that stuff. I know, so. but, it, but he did make sure that the, col- you know, the colors were a lot more vibrant. Colors. But to me, that scene felt like they added it after the film was shot, after everything. And just yeah, like after recently. they're like, Henry, how much money do you need? And he says, enough to quit The Witcher. And they're like, here you go. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I'm out. Because it's just like the way it ends, you know, he shows up. It just felt like it was just, it It didn't need it. It, it it's felt a Marvel uh, scene. It was totally a Marvel scene. Yeah. Because James Gunn is trying to take it. Yeah. It's, it's. I mean, this doesn't just have. There's not, you know, they call James Gunn on Monday and then put him in on Tuesday. This has been in the works for a while, and I'm sure, sure well, it's also, that was part of it is to give some of this back to start to make these tie-ins. Well, yeah, because I mean, James Gunn did, you know, Peacemaker. He's doing Peacemaker season two. So here's one of the differences with Black Adam to the other DC films is Black Adam was, was solely uh, produced, or not solely, but majority of it was produced by The Rock's production company, Seven Bucks Production. So The Rock has been trying to do this for 15 years sure. or so, right? Yeah. He, his original goal was to have him fight Superman. And since, you know... The that was my original was, goal, too. That's what everybody's <laughs> original goal was. And so that's, you know, when DC was doing this film, finally kind of 
had Henry in limbo with Superman or whatever, so they just went ahead and did it. Do you think? Him. Do you think The Rock traded workout secrets to Henry Cavill to come and make him come back? No. Like I know you're super jacked already, but come on, look at this thing. This is disgusting. Did you <laughs> did you see the video of the premiere in Mexico where some woman handed like crowd surfed her baby (laughs) for the rock to pick it up. So he's he's on on a stage or whatever. And it's this crowd. And you see this little, this this baby, you know, and swaddles (laughs) going across like, yeah, like a concert. Oh my God. And he gets there and he picks (laughs) the rock picks (laughs) this, this baby, which is a decent size. You know, it's not a preemie or anything. Right. It's dwarfed by this arms. (laughs) His arms are ginormous. Mm. And I was like, that is not, a human being. Yeah. Like it's it's like watching the um the Marvel assembled for Thor for Love mm-hmm. and Thunder. And when they you know, Chris talked about Chris Hemsworth talked about how jacked he got for this. It was more you look at him like, My God, he is bigger than he was before. Oh, he's totally bigger. It was like, What did you do? Like this and even he's like, This is too much, I can't do this anymore. I think I'm too jacked. And sometimes you see that you look at the rock and you're like, that's not, that's not a real well, it's person. crazy thinking of what was that movie that he did with Mark Wahlberg where they were like the bodybuilders that were robbers or something. Oh, I forgot, but yeah. I remember he got huge. He's ginormous huge, in that. Like that's the biggest I've seen the rock ever, but he was, he was like a house. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's, he always seemed from what I had seen him in before, you know, to see him in the Scorpion King and other movies yeah. that he'd done versus what he was in the fast and furious movies. He looked, he looked like he was a half a size again in those movies. Mm-hmm. And part of that is, you know, the clothes are a little tighter or whatever. But, yeah, he's ginormously bigger than he normally is in those films. And it probably is just to show Vin Diesel that he's a candy ass. I'm just like, you want to go? I can kill you in half a second. Did you just use one of his wrestling catchphrases? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I know. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I had no idea. So this is years and years and years ago. I'm on a... Um, fan page for a comic book writer and like three guys had jabroni as their names you know it was like jabroni six ten twenty four jedi jabroni what i'm like what the fuck is a jabroni and i remember asking like so i i'm i'm a nerd but i'm not that much what the hell is this like oh it's the rock you don't watch wrestling no 40 responses you don't watch wrestling like no i don't it's fucking i find it stupid how do you not watch wrestling but you read you read comics and i was like yeah i get it it's a real comic book i can get that from comics i don't need it in wrestling Mm -hmm. well one of the things with the black adam they did you know definitely intertwine it with the rest of the dc eu at the time you know i mean there are the Shazam connections are definitely there. They used Shazam. They well, used I'm the sure. same wizard as they did in you know Shazam. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because uh, you know, I mean, at the time that this movie was being made, didn't. obviously Amanda it was still, Waller's in it. Yeah, it was still you know under the James Gunn's wife's in it because she's like one of the head of the. Yeah. She's she's the Coulson now, I think, of the DCU. Oh, she's gonna have so many roles. Oh, she is. Um, His brother's gotta be pissed. Yeah, like she's gonna get all the roles now. No, he gets shot guns and be like, "Wait a minute, I want to be a part of all these films too." No, I I got a I got a girl now. Sorry, get out of here. Um, but <laughs> the very first call that James Gunn made after it was announced or after he got the was to his financial advisor <laughs> and said, "Get ready for some more money." Well, no, it was to Kevin Feige. And that's Kevin, his, yeah, that's his financial yeah, advisor. And Kevin Feige, you know, congratulated him because he told know. him to f off. That was the first thing he said. <laughs> But it's like no Guardians Four for you. I love the fact that after that that tweet came out, the very first things is yes, 
Marvel DC crossover. Mm. <laughs> like, shut up. Dude, they can't even... <laughs> the only reason that they were able to reprint JLA Avengers was because the money went to George Perez as he was dying. Yeah. And even then, it almost didn't happen. Right. <laughs> That's how much these... And, and again, it wasn't the, the publishers. The two publishers like, yeah, we want to do this. It's the corporations going, no, not a yeah. chance. Oh, there's what the no hell's way. wrong with you? We can't do that. Because Batman loses to Captain America. We can't have that. Yeah. Or Captain America loses to Batman. We can't have that. I think they fight twice and one of them wins each time. And that was... Busek has told this story where it was just so... Everything with it, even in the 90s, was so political. Oh, Because it was just like, I can't have anybody win any of these things. This is all fans want to see. But DC doesn't want me to do this. And Marvel doesn't want me to do this and this. And so he put together something that... He kind of did what he wanted and sort of George drew it. And then it was too like, no, you can't do that. Like, you want to have him redraw the page? Do you know how much George makes a page? Sure. Yeah. He'll drew, redraw it for you. No, no, never mind. We'll just print it. I mean, because think about it. If you had that scenario and you had, it'd be Batman versus Superman. It would literally be just a room of people, a room of heroes talking to each other because you couldn't have them fight. Because you'd have Kevin Feige going, there's no way that Thor's going to lose to Superman. And you're going to have James Gunn going, there's no way that Superman loses to Thor. So what do we do? And the villains... Peter are, Quill dancing. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the villains are such ass that you don't need both of them together. You, can you know, have, like, what villain are you going to use? You're going to have to make up a villain, which is what they had to do in Avengers versus JLA. Yeah. And their their universes in the movies are not that different. No. Like, the big thing with Busey thing is, is the Marvel heroes go to DC, and in the DC world... There's almost no secret identities. Right. You know, the Flash was known. Great Lantern was known. You know, just... And they're walking around like, wait, what do you mean there's a Flash museum? Yeah, there's a museum in Central City. There's a Flash museum. What? No, 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 we don't do that. Who's this? Who's the dude flying? Oh, he's Superman. We all love him. What? People love this. And the, the, the DC heroes go here. And they're like, wow, they treat their heroes in this world like crap. Yeah. These guys are terrible. Oh, the Avengers have killed people before? Let's go stop them. And then they start fighting, and then it's like, you know, I don't even remember. It's like I mean, Black Knight or somebody. Some Nobody's like, wait, 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 wait. I think we're on the same side. We just don't don't like each other. Yeah. All right, what do we do now? And then the villain shows up. Because if you put Darkseid and Thanos together. Darkseid? Thanos is dead, bro. He, got, he, got, he turned into little moths. If you had them together, that might be an interesting team up. For villains, yeah, we've already seen it. Yeah, but Earth yeah. eight oh four Thanos is still alive. Marvels and so on. <laughs> this is what I was afraid of because <laughs> it is like everything that happens is just yeah. But what about you? We could get Tony back. We get the Tony. We could get Robert then Downey Jr. from Earth sixty eight twenty five. America 16. Chavez could just punch her way into. Yeah. Also, I don't like America Chavez because she's a girl, and I can't pronounce her first name because it has an X in it. So the, the <laughs> literally, literally a comment I saw when that movie was out. I don't like this character and I don't like this actress because I can't pronounce her name. It has an X in it. I think he was being facetious, but it made me laugh. So the first call that James Gunn made was to Kevin Feige. The second call was to John Cena. His first call was to Kevin Feige, who was his... It wasn't the Feige we're thinking of. That is the name of his financial advisor. <laughs> it just happens to be Kevin Feige. It's Kevin from, from She-Hulk. That's <laughs> yeah. like, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm sending you a bunch of checks. Check this out. And yeah, John Cena was like, hey, you've got a job. Yeah. We're getting a piece And of then, the next day, we get the trailer for the special... 
presentation of Marvel Studios Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas. Do they pay you to say that? <laughs> That's like the official time. <laughs> the special presentation of Marvel Studios films. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, a Christmas special. Like, Jesus. <laughs> the Guardians Christmas thing. The most articulate thing I've ever said. You can't get Henry Cavill's name right, but you can get a special presentation of a Marvel project directed, produced, and written by James Gunn. Look, as, as, as much money as he spent on that movie, he's part <laughs> owner at this point. I'm surprised you haven't been to James Gunn's house. Oh, I'd love to. But that's the reason why he's yeah. not. He hasn't been to James Gunn's house. I was like, hey, you basically paid my salary for screening the guests. Speaking of Sean Gunn, you know, he's in it as himself. Mm-hmm. Well, not as himself, but yeah. yeah. And it really shows off the fact they had no money for it. Oh, it does. <laughs> it really does. Hey, let's shoot in LA. Good idea. But it's mostly just Drax and, and Mantis. It's, that's all it's going to be. It's funny to have... The one and it it felt like when I'm watching, I was like, "Is this Gunn's thank you to um, Dave Bautista for sticking up for him when he got fired?" I think so. <laughs> it's like, "Hey, I'm gonna make a special, and you're all in it. You, the whole thing is you." This, Although Chris Pratt will say hi. We're not even gonna talk about Gamora. Uh, well, the whole thing. The is raccoon's it. really expensive, so he ain't showing up. <laughs> the tree's really expensive. He ain't showing up. It's you and the other chick that can do physical makeup. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> It'd be funny if it, they had Vin Diesel and um, Bradley Cooper just show up. They probably will. Themselves. They <laughs> pro- Why wouldn't you? That's totally in that wheelhouse. Because you have... You know, because the other star is Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Bacon. <laughs> but it made me think about something. Kevin Bacon will play Kevin Feige in no, the next No, but movie? I wish they would change Wonder Man to actually be, like, you know, a real actor. in the you know. So, like... You know, Kevin Bacon actually is Wonder Man or something. Kevin Bacon could never pull off Wonder Man. No, but you know what I mean. It's just... You know who would play Wonder Man really well? It's The Rock. <laughs> but if you had... And Gunn could do that. He could let him out of his contract. Yes. Within the Marvel Universe, have a real, you know, a real actor be Wonder Man and just change the name of the, you know, the, of the original Wonder Man. See what the finale of She-Hulk does to people? They're already... <laughs> Like, let's break all of the walls, and one person will love it. The internet will hate it. It stops making money, but I got what I want. Movies are just going to be documentaries now. (laughs) They weren't before? I thought Star Wars was a documentary. I was pretty sure it was. Well, if you read my script, it is. I read your script, and then I changed a bunch of it, and you stopped talking to me for like a week. Um, It's it's just... (laughs) No, I think that's too far. Um, no, I, I just thought it'd be, but I think, I think we're totally getting Vin Diesel and Bradley Cooper in a shot in that sitting in a bar and they walk in. (laughs) I'm sorry. A, a special presentation of a Marvel Studios (laughs) (laughs) Guardians of the Galaxy, a Christmas story. Um, this whole thing, we've, we've jumped with Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill. You're not allowed to leave this table. (laughs) You guys name right. We've jumped around with Henry Cavill and James Gunn, you know, because it's just both of them were in such, they were the news this week. As Henry Cavill announced that he's leaving Witcher. Saddest news in the world. After season three. And mm. season four got announced that it's going to be. I thought he said he's leaving season four. He Season three is the last oh, one he's in. Okay, that's what it was. Which is four. already filmed. Yeah. That's or, what I'm thinking. I, I thought fil- I was like, they're wait. still filming it. I think. Yeah, I thought, I thought they wrapped. I thought season three was already out, and he was saying the next season will be my last season. The next season is his last season. We haven't seen it yet. Correct. Right. Season four, The Witcher, 
will be Liam the other Hemsworth. <laughs> Toss a coin to your Hemsworth. <laughs> Wouldn't it be it's, funny if it was Chris Hemsworth? Would you accept that? No. Chris Hemsworth ain't doing that. Well, I'm no. just saying, well, he's done some other Netflix stuff. Well, you Yeah, I mean, but he doesn't grunt well enough. <laughs> he doesn't go, mm, mm, fuck. Mm. Uh, so yeah. Liam Hemsworth. Yeah, no. I don't know. I mean, I've been surprised before by casting, you know, like Ben Affleck for Batman or, you know. I don't think Liam's the worst choice. He's not. He's not, not a bad it's choice. Just, when you see Liam Hemsworth. If it continues. He's not. It, it feels like if they went with Liam Hemsworth. It, have you seen Liam Hemsworth? Yeah, I've met him. I, I, I've worked with him. Well, no, actually, well. Well, no, I mean, you th- if you think about if Chris can get as big as he did for Thor, you can think that his brother would probably the be able to do it. Yeah. Sure. I, I thought Liam Hemsworth was, I've seen Liam Hemsworth like jacked up to yeah. the nines or whatever. So is and he, is he going to be, the thing is, I don't think he has the same gravitas. Presence. Yes. That's the thing. And presence. I think if it's a continuation of the story, that's tough. If you kind of start it over. You know, don't have any of the other characters come through with the same actors and actresses. It doesn't sound like that's what's happening. It's not what's happening. I'm saying if you did it that oh. way, I think more people would accept it. Mm. If you're getting the same actors playing, you know, Jennifer and I forgot the young lady's name. The person series. Name, series. Then it's going to be tough. But, you know, they should have, got, you, you know what they should have done? They should have hired Don Cheadle. <laughs> <laughs> I love that's become Just the, completely that, that's become the internet joke because anytime they're like, oh, they should replace this actor. Yeah, is Don Cheadle busy? <laughs> Don Cheadle did it. That's like the most. Just imagine John Don Cheadle is jacked as Henry Cavill yeah. <laughs> or Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, it's like, no. oh yeah, Chris Hemsworth. Remember no. the, the Chris Hemsworth when he puts his arm behind Mark Ruffalo's when he they're flexing. Put Mark Ruffalo in that. Get him jacked, and he's like, hey, Chris, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> They know that CGI works for him. They can just make him CGI. (laughs) Chris Pine or Chris Evans would have been good. Chris Evans would have been really good. Chris Evans would be fine because we know Chris Evans can get big enough for. I mean, he actually. But he also has that. He actually makes Agent Carter lose all sense and touch his chest when he wasn't supposed to. Um, Chris Pine. Chris Pine is is fit. He's not that fit. No. Um, Chris Pine also is someone who gets spit. I think at this point, Stephen Amell. I think Stephen Amell's time is done. He, she should have never done Turtles. Mm. No, he's got he's got a hit show on. Uh, Good for him. Do you really see him in the doing The Witcher? I don't. Yeah, no. That's the problem. Is now that I've seen Henry Cavill, that's the hardest part. Being what girl the last name? <laughs> yeah, being girl. <laughs> it's kind of hard to see anybody else fit that role. Yeah, it's totally. He does, he does Geraldo Rivendell. But also, well. you know, because he was such a big fan of the video game series well before S- this was anything. He's so, a fan of the books. As and the books, else. too. So here's, here's the thing. So I always said, when, when we talked about, oh, he's going to come back as, you know, there's a rumors coming back as Superman. I said, he, I don't think he's going to do that because I think he wants to remain the Witcher. I've said for this week, everyone's like, why would he do that? And I was just like, cash. Mm. Tons of cash. And, but now there's... Because what was it? The writers had come out and said they're not fans of the book and they're not fans of the game. Yes. They're writing it as a fantasy series and kind of creating their own lore. And I know apparently that brought all the fans of the book and the game out of the woodwork to be like, oh yeah, I hate this show. It's the worst show that's ever existed. It sounds and that's why Henry Cavill quit. I said, that, I don't could think be Henry, good, that could be a point. Too, it, I don't think Henry Cavill would have quit if he didn't have another option. But as soon as he got the other option, he's like, I'm done. 
Mm. But, but he also wants continue. to do other things too. And yeah, he doing, wants to do a man from Uncle Two or something. We well, did an, Army Hammer. A Nala, uh, Anola, Anola Holmes is coming out this week. That's a sec, you know the second one of those that he did. He said five minutes. Yeah, of but the I first wouldn't. Season. I wouldn't see but, him quitting a lead in a show for yeah for no, ten no, minutes. No. But what I'm saying is he wants to do other projects. The Superman projects. He doesn't have to do that often or as work as long as he does for the Witcher season. And he's going to get paid twice as much. Correct. That's, it, it's, it comes down to money. It's the same thing with these damn toy guys. There's, like there's money involved, but I also think it's something within him that he... I guess he's not showing like up in Marvel now. He feels like he hasn't gotten the chance to show Clark Kent and Superman the way that he would have liked. Oh, yeah. You got a good movie, good, as the first movie, Man of Steel. I still... Think that's one of the better DC movies mm. out there. Oh well, yes. If you're going to so, go DC films, he had a good role in Superman for Man of Steel. Then you have these two other films where he's you know not very much in, in a sense, that weren't that great. You have Batman versus Superman, and you have the Justice League, where it kind of Half fell the time flat. Batman versus or and Justice League, he's the villain. Yeah, not a villain, but you know he. Takes but out I the feel Justice like you know he well in in. The Snyder cut, yes. He doesn't. Re- he didn't really get an opportunity to show what he would like to as Superman. Oh, yeah. I don't disagree with him at all. He no. made a great Superman. As I said, I'm not a fan of Man of Steel. Mm. I was a fan of him playing Superman. Correct. I thought he played Superman very well. He played the Smallville Clark mm. who cares about his mom. Yeah, you know, really well. He was so much he, so that he stops fighting Batman. But he so, wasn't to me. I, I enjoy him as Superman. I don't buy him too much as Clark. I'll buy him as Clark. I think he did did well in my opinion. He, he's he's not, he, you he, have to suspend his him. presence. Is not the bumbling uh, reporter. Have you seen him as Clark very much though? Because I didn't. We didn't. No, he really wasn't. No, he's he's. It's the journey to become Superman. He doesn't play Clark. As the reporter, he doesn't we'll put it this way. He doesn't play the Daily Bugle Clark very much. Correct. He plays the fisherman. He plays, yeah. you know, the guy who well, saved Man them of off Steel the, is mostly yeah. like an origin. That's what I mean. Role. You don't really yeah. see him as Clark as right. much as he gets you the see job at the end of the movie. Basically, by, by so. the first after the first third of the the Christopher Reeve Superman, he's already Clark. Yeah, you know the 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 movie spends a lot of time with him as a reporter as Clark. Mm. And Christopher Reeve did a great job of changing his posture and changing his hair and kind of the dour look. And he just tried to get as sheepish as he can. I haven't seen Cavill try to do that yet enough to whether I believe it or not. No, I don't think Henry Cavill, if he shows up in a newsroom, all the girls are going to be like, oh, no, that's he's a nerd. <laughs> right. I don't care what he's wearing. He's wearing glasses and a, and a the shirt that's three sizes too big. It's still going to be. That's 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 the guy from that Mission Impossible movie. Let's go bang him. That's do you what's think happened. in this day and age... You, the audience buys Clark Kent. I think in this day and age, the audience never buys anything. If I'm reading the internet, it doesn't matter what the writers give you. It doesn't matter whether it's earned or it's not. It doesn't matter whether it's explained or it's not. It doesn't matter. When we were kids, we accepted what was up on the screen. Mm-hmm. Who's the emperor? He's the bad guy. Why? Look. Yeah. He's he's they trying said to. He was. In two he's films. trying to fresh fry fucking Luke. He's the bad guy. Yeah. Go. Now you're like, what's the motivation for having his electricity that comes out? Of, and they never said he could do that before. That's so stupid. Where does Snoke come from? You used to take entertainment as that's what they gave you. Sure. So that was it. Mm-hmm. You don't do that anymore. 
He could go in. You could literally well, replace him. You could have say, okay, this is what I'm going to tell you. When he's Clark Kent, he looks like Jesse Eisenberg. When he's Superman, he looks like Henry Cavill. And there you go. 1985, we would have accepted that. No problem. Hell, we accepted two different actors playing the Hulk and, and Bruce Banner on a TV series for eight years yes. where they, they quickly cut to a woman like, oh, no, he's changing. And then you came back. Arr! Well, I can't hear. I'm sorry. Would it um, be more? Just, that was mean. Would it be more? To me, it'd be fascinating to have two actors playing Superman, one playing Clark and one playing Superman. And the only time you see that Clark is actually Superman is like in a mirror or something where he's looking at himself. They had that opportunity to do that with Shazam, and they didn't. Right. They asked us to buy that that little dork looks like a giant. You know, he looks like the rock in a But the problem, the problem with Shazam is... Shazam! It's, they don't have Gomer Pyle in it. That's the problem with Shazam. But Shaz- Shazam is too much Gomer Pyle. It's too mm-hmm. off the wall, too, you know, too... But that's, that, you can too do silly. that. I mean, that was the... Was it, you young, was it Young Justice when he was on the Justice League? Yeah. Where they, they were just sort of like, he's there trying to pretend that he's not like, oh my God, I'm with the Justice League. You know, it's still Billy Batson when he becomes Shazam. Sure. It's not like he gets replaced by somebody. No, he just his body completely changes. But and you he can't looks really totally have Shazam different. versus Black Adam and buy it too much right now. I mean, I guess you can. You can. It. The Rock just kills him. Yeah. In half a second. I mean, now if you put Plastic Man with that's what you get for that. If you put Plastic Man with Shazam, you know, you could have a buddy comedy there. But I can't believe they haven't done Plastic Man yet. <laughs> I can't believe James Gunn is not going to do Plastic Man. Oh, I mean, he's got to be putting him in. Something. What if he puts Edgar Wright as, as the director of Plastic Man? Like here, you can do this funny oh, hero. Make it dark. No, just have Edgar Wright do it because Edgar Wright's got some some. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Edgar Wright did Scott Pilgrim for God's sakes, didn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah, yeah. He could do that totally right there, and you have Plastic Man B. What's his face? Uh, Michael Sarah. Oh, he looks ooh. like Plastic Man as it is. He's already so goddamn lanky. That's interesting. I've got gold here, Jerry. Come on. <laughs> That's interesting. We will really find no. out if DC's listening next week. <laughs> Plastic John, Man has been announced. And John we are Sarah's been playing Plastic <laughs> Man in the right film. I'm like, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Gotta learn to keep my mouth shut. Um, you got James Gunn's address, don't you? I can go stalk on his door. I'm sure you're stalking that did dude. You, did you guys hear the rumor? For- you met, Jeff Johns heard, heard of the show, right? <laughs> Jeff Johns doesn't know my name. I almost... I, so my Jeff meeting Jeff John's story is great. So he's doing a signing at, at Earth Two in Northridge, uh-huh. and we're waiting for him. And the back door of Northridge is a big metal door, and you just hear dunk dunk dunk. And I open the door, and there's a unassuming looking mid twenties guy in a red baseball cap. And in my head, I'm going, "Who the fuck, who the fuck are you? What are you doing knocking on my door?" I'm thinking it's somebody trying to get in because, like, oh, the signing, and we had a big line in the front. And in the front of my head, it was just like, dude, that's probably Jeff. I'm like, hey, how's it going, man? It's nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you, too. Yeah, yeah come on in. And, I'm, and I, I'm letting him in. And my boss is about to walk back, who obviously has met John numerous times as his business partner. And I'm thinking, God, I hope it's him. <laughs> I hope Carter's just walking like, who the hell is that? Uh, I thought this was Jeff. That's not Jeff. He didn't star in Pacific Rim. What are you talking about? <laughs> um that was the weirdest. That's the second weirdest thing. As Mikey and I are watching Pacific Rim, and one of the other one of the other drivers comes up, and Jeff and Mikey's just like, "Why is James got in this movie?" I'm like, 
Holy shit, that does look like Jeff. <laughs> it's just like... I said James Gunn. James you did Gunn. say James Gunn. I was like, why is Jeff Johns in this movie? And I'm like, oh, he does look like Jeff because he's wearing the ball cap. We looked yeah. exactly like him. Um, no, I don't think Jeff has James's address right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't think... know how much Jeff's going to work with DC, but we'll see. Maybe, maybe he will. Have um, you guys heard the, the rumors for pitched for the next uh, Superman movie? Who the villain was be? Doomsday? Hmm? Is it no. Doomsday? No, they did Doomsday. Uh, they did Doomsday, and yeah, they did, but nobody cared about that yeah. Doomsday. Yeah. A real Doomsday. The two that are being floated around would be uh, Brainiac and Bizarro. One of those two. Brainiac you, over Bizarro. You either do Bizarro or Metallo. To mm. me. I think, uh, I think uh, Brainiac, Brainiac would be a fascinating villain. Yeah. No, no <laughs> not... <laughs> Not mulatto, you dumbass. Mulatto. <laughs> the most racist, unracist thing that Rich has ever done. Mulatto. <laughs> was that on the air? No, it was, was that here? Or was it me you and Mikey at uh, Jack in the Box after uh, at Northridge. <laughs> mulatto. I said, hey, did you see that Mulatto's going to be in the Supergirl? And he went, both Mikey and I what? looked at each other like, what? And you said it like a bunch of, no, Mulatto, he's the bad guy from the Superman. Who are you talking about? Mulata. Metallo? <laughs> oh, shit, yes. Metallo would be another good villain. Yeah. No, Mulata would be great. What if Metallo's black? You're fucked, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, they're going to do Metallo, but it's going to be the guy who's playing Kang, who might be more Jack than Henry Cavill. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he was. He has, his abs have abs. He, did I you saw, see him? Oh, yeah. That, that, that magazine spread he did? Yeah. I saw the video for it. Because apparently I'm a little gay. <laughs> and I'm looking at it and I'm going... And the first thing I said is, oh, Paul Rudd is fucked. Like, he's, he's going to beat the shit out of Ant-Man. That trailer looks so good, though. I'll be, do you want to switch to the trailer? Because this is the thing. I like Ant-Man. I like Ant-Man and the Wasp. They're not my favorites. Sure. And I wasn't, oh, my God, I can't wait to see this movie. I was right. like, oh, when it comes out, I'll see it. I am jacked for this film. Oh, my gosh. The trailer was excellent. That was an amazing trailer. I, I got to the end of it. I'm like... I think because we've had that discussion a couple weeks ago or a month ago or whatever about what are we excited for versus what we're yeah. looking forward to. I looked forward to Quantumanium because it's like, oh, it's another Ant-Man film. Right. I like Paul Rudd in that role. It's a Marvel film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This got me I'm like, I really want to see this movie like right now. But now we're getting we're getting just from the trailer. I started thinking, I was like, I'm understanding how the world knows so much about the the Avengers now. Because Paul Rudd was out yeah. there talking to everybody. That's mm -hmm. it. I think they kind of like it's the fronds from me yeah. moving the shadows, and I can't see out of the side of my eye, dude. The other one up Tuesday morning, I'm at the warehouse super early, right? I'm six thirty. I'm going to throw the trash out, and so you know my eyes all kind of my right eyes all screwed up. I get like weird things inside. I thought there was someone behind me, <laughs> and then I thought, oh no, it's my eye. The other thing, and I turn around. Chill! And the guy's like, dude, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, oh, man, you're like a ninja. <laughs> like, he came up behind me. I don't know if he was wearing, like, Super Skechers, the, the new Yeezys or whatever. But I couldn't hear his footsteps at all. I thought I saw him. I didn't think I saw him because of my <laughs> eye. And he comes out. Scared the hell out of me. It was crazy. Yeah. Who has the audacity to, to get fired from one company and then walk into another company with a camera crew? <laughs> Totally oh, that. Kanye West. Sketchers is owned by a Jewish family. Yeah. yeah Did you see the parody part. on SNL last night? No, I haven't watched there's, it yet. There's one, the, there's a Sketchers one. It's great. But where someone says like, and part of it is kind of the same that I said, wait, now you all think Kanye's crazy? Yeah. Like it took this mm -hmm. 
It took him saying the Jews are are horrible people or whatever, this anti-Semitic bullshit rant that he goes on. And he walked in with a white white, white lives matter t-shirt on. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, it wasn't that slavery was a choice. It's not his yeah. his uh backing Donald Trump who absolutely hates minorities. It's none of this stuff. It's none of half the bullshit he did on a <laughs> He's the only man in history that made me feel sorry for Kim Kardashian. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I'm sorry you fell in love with that. Mm. Like, you should have gone back to Reggie Bush. Hell, go with Herschel Walk. Wait, no, never mind. <laughs> That's like, it's just, it, it's crazy. But yes, the, 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 the quantum mania. Got <laughs> me really excited. I was wondering how we were going to get back to that. <laughs> We're just going to take a one. <laughs> I mean, because that wasn't a 180. That was just a, that was Tokyo a Drift. That was Tokyo Drift, bro. <laughs> Tokyo Drift. You should play that after finding out that Herschel Walker is actually gaining in the polls. <sighs> we should, including Florida, let's just get rid of the state of I'm Georgia while we're at it. by idiot. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's going to be Congress at this point. Oh, it's going to be one smart person and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, and that's <laughs> no, and it's a, it'll be like Liz Cheney just looking around like oh what have I done man you people but, are stupid but, uh, was it Graham and was sitting there on an interview with Herschel Walker and he's just trying to you know this guy is so great and everything and Herschel Walker just looking like a, a monkey sitting there oops I didn't mean it like that <laughs> speaking of Mulatto I didn't mean it like that. I didn't have to set you up for that one. Wow. I mean, I killed you with the Sam Wilson taking the oh. shield. I didn't mean it like that. I meant like comments of Ari Rain. Do not reflect those on the triples. <laughs> you realize the moment that he got the, the moment he held the shield in Endgame. I'm just thinking. <laughs> How pissed off do you think Rich is right now? It wasn't that I wanted Bucky to get it. The best part is Rich can edit this out if he wanted to. Oh, you can't. I just meant I just meant that Herschel Walker was sitting there blank faced, like he had no idea that the conversation was about him. As if a chimpanzee was looking at algebra. Is that what you? Yes, I was trying to. (laughs) He just keep digging it. He can't say yes. Wow. This is why we don't talk politics. <laughs> that has nothing to do with his race or anything. It just happens to be that the man has been hit in the head so many times in football that he I doesn't can, know he's there. I can do the Sheriff Sherman thing. It's like, local podcast racist says that black people like Herschel Walker are dumb. First time in five almost 500 shows, they get listeners. So, Ant-Man is the Walker. Are you going to title this Herschel Walker's a chimpanzee? Wow. <laughs> Don't do that. Maybe we should move on. So, <laughs> the only quantum mania. We get a bunch of listeners, but they're all Kanye. Oh, God. <laughs> so, quantum mania. Herschel Walker's in quantum mania. <laughs> it looked amazing. It looks great. Um, I love that there's so much, you know, the, the quantum realm, there's so much in the, you know. But also the fact that the trailer pivots mid, you know, it's like, hey, it's an Ant-Man movie. It's fun oh, right. and funny. And then it's like, oh, no, this is bad. Yeah. Catwoman just told us this is awful. <laughs> this is so bad right now. Um, Watch the it just shows you that every cantina, whether it's in the quantum realm or outer space, they're all Star Wars cantinas. <laughs> I'm more than that. The, 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 um, as we found out in Andor, the IG-88 heads are apparently used in cantinas all across the country. Yeah. They're all across the galaxy. <laughs> 
They show like some other bar and it's like, hey, that's the IG-88 again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so wait, I think it's the droid makers were like, hey, get that beverage dispenser. Let's put it, let's put a brain in it and pop it onto <laughs> and another body. Assassinate, yeah. assassin droid. Um, we also got news that- You almost said assassinator, didn't you? <laughs> so not only did we get this really awesome Ant-Man trailer and a really awesome Guardians of the Galaxy TV trailer- Marvel presents Guardians <laughs> yeah, of the Galaxy Mar- Marvel presents. special. We also got an announcement that we're going to get only on Disney Plus. A Vision series. Maybe. Maybe. I still haven't seen anything that actually confirms that. Mm. Other than it, it was in it was in sources I trust, but I didn't right. see anything that was like Disney announces there. I haven't seen on. where Disney or Marvel's announced it, but I have seen it in like variety and Kevin Feige didn't say I called James Gunn and said, Hey, we're doing a vision series. Right. <laughs> um Wonder if one is going to show up. Because we know. We know her contract's done. No. She told us well, that. Yes, but Elizabeth Olsen has also said that that there's more to come with uh, with Wanda. Yeah, that's what she told Ke- her Kevin Feige, her financial advisor as well. <laughs> like this, she just told Kevin Feige, she went, hey, by the way, there's more to come. I didn't write anything. No, no, I'm coming back. <laughs> you don't want to see me when I'm angry. I'm going to rewrite. <laughs> I'm going to do the little finger thing. Um, I said it with Can you imagine with, Elizabeth Olsen just going off the rails but she really <laughs> <laughs> just keeps doing like hand gestures she really thinks she's I didn't, Liz, I didn't what, are you doing? what are you doing what are you I'm doing just, Liz I don't like Paul anymore so I want to make him disappear <laughs> Elizabeth you can take the black finger and things off now you just you, Doctor Strange 4 you're just looking over at, at the chair and he's just doing gang signs over and over again so I just watched that again Doctor, Doctor Strange Four, Four. <laughs> Doctor Strange Four, Gang Signs, <laughs> two films later than what we actually have, Multiverse of Gang Signs. <laughs> I just watched Multiverse again. I enjoyed it more the second time, third time because you knew you weren't going to get what you wanted. Yeah, that's probably you just accept it for what it is. I guess maybe that's I, what it I is. didn't. It's I didn't dislike it. I liked it. It, was it just wasn't as much as I wanted. I yeah. wanted it to be a little bit crazier. Yeah, and I wanted Chris Evans to play Johnny Stark. You wanted those. I wanted that so bad. Because you also wanted Tom Cruise to be a Tony no, Stark. No. I said it would be interesting if they did Tom Cruise. I wasn't one way or the other. I didn't think Tom Cruise would actually show up. Me thinking Tom Cruise is going to show up in that film is just as stupid as the mass Singer judges thinking Tom Brady's in the unicorn costume. You now, know? it might have been funny if when Mr. Fantastic jump, comes down Mr. in front Fantastic. of Wanda that you get... Invisible, you know, Jessica Alba, Invisible Girl. <laughs> Nothing would be funny with and, Jessica Alba. And Chris <laughs> Evans show up. As, All I wanted was a cameo of Chris. I mean, as they're even crossing universes, you just have, you know, you see the human torch land on a building and the flame off and it's Chris Evans. Would you have liked it. when they're going through the, you know, when they're doing the part where they're going through the different dimensions mm. or different universes, would it have been interesting to you if you would have seen like the Fantastic Four, you know, part of the film from Fantastic Four, part of the film from yes, X-Men? Yes, only because and... the rest of the year I could do the Kermit meme sipping tea while the internet explodes. <laughs> the crappy Fantastic Four is a part of the Marvel Universe. They do that universe and then they get the fans- Fantastic Four. Yeah. And then a fan four stick. And then you just, they, they go, you was like, oh, this universe sucks. Would you have liked them to spend more time in those, you know, instead of just quick The flashes? only thing I would love is if they did that, they go to the Van Forstick universe, and Doctor Strange is someone who expects more out of 
the other heroes and expects them to be smart and everything. The kind of the way he dismisses Tony, the way he dismisses Thor, just to walk up to Miles Teller and said, "The hell are you thinking? Yeah, put your finger in a bunch of goo and then eat it. What the hell? What are because you? Because you would have gotten a different Michael B. Jordan in there too. <laughs> what Michael B. Jordan? Michael B. Jordan and Chris Evans meet as. Human Torch and Human Torch in a universe where they both played Killmonger and Captain America, Steve, Steve Rogers. And he just heads just all over the universe. What? You just watch, again, House Mimes, the house moms who were wives who are house mimes, would just be like, wait, what? No, he was he was in, he was the guy. He was the other guy in that black movie. What What's going on? What is this? I don't know what this is anymore. Didn't you he get, play that thing. Didn't you get Ben Affleck Dare, Daredevil? <laughs> And Charlie Cox. Oh, Charlie Cox. Ow, my teeth. Go meet Masharla Ali playing Blade. And I totally butchered his name. I can't say his name right, but I can get Cavill. Cavill. Um, Cavill. <laughs> Cavill. It's, it's sort of Cavill. Apparently you can. There's an E at the end. He's Cavill. Cavile. Cavile. Look like Gavel. But with a C. <laughs> I need I need to put my ruling down. Okay. Um. We'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Andor and... and We'd be remiss if this show was on any sort of rail <laughs> at all. And uh, Tales of the Jedi. Tales of the Andor? Andor was... Andor and Tales of the Jedi, very different. I'm telling you, but that episode of Andor, I knew it was coming to an end, and I'm like, you, I don't want this episode to end. I want you. Well, yeah. I didn't, on, you I mean, get, we still have like five more, four more. Was that I'm, eight? Yeah, yeah, four mm-hmm. more. I'm surprised that they ended it with him still in the jail warehouse. Dude, if they end the season with him on the prison planet, I'm going to be pissed. Like he's got to get out at some point. And he's got to take somebody with him. Yeah. Well, it's already seen. You know, obviously spoilers, but um, you already see that there's some sort of inclination of a rebel group. Well, within yeah. the jail cell I mean, the too, guy he so. works with ends up being the leader of the Pathfinders in Rogue yeah. One. So, uh-huh. so I had to go back. I was like, "Wait, is that what he said? Hold on." And then turn <laughs> the I turned the closed caption on. I was like, "Yeah, he did say Melshi. I thought that was Melshi." Well, and when he said that, that I said, mm-hmm. "Yeah." I, I said to, to Beth, "I was like, did he just say Melshi?" No. She's like, "Yeah." I'm like, oh, that's such a cool little touch. I figured it was the same actor, but I'm just like, you see him so little in Rogue One. I, was like, I don't right. remember exactly mm-hmm. what he looks like. Um. We also got to find out where Snoke came from. Uh, I saw him. I was like, oh, Snoke. As soon as I heard the voice. Well, you now know. you know why he's so angry all the time. Yeah. You know, he's, he's, he's getting freak, last place. Yeah. And, and he's a freaking production manager on a prison planet. I was. Boy, that's a, that's a hell of a, you know, that coming up with that idea as a, the prison is a perfect. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's, I thought they'd send him to Wobani. Yeah. Just to just. And, and I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they didn't do the Marvel thing of just like, oh, look, all these connections that really quickly come together. Right. Um, that he goes to someplace different and we get to see something new. And, and yeah, it was, um, I don't know. It's been, it's been really well done. Uh, we get a little bit more of Cyrex, Cyril, Cyril, Cyril. What the hell is the dude's name? Sirius? Cyril. 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 He does eat a lot of cereal. It's good to know. It's good to know that this. There's a lot of screens in this too. There's not as much holograms as there are. In the no, ones. it's very, it's very. Uh, <laughs> hey, doing what I know, it's so. very. Um, um, no, I was going to say saving money where we 1970s. Can. Well, yeah, because that's what original was. I'm not even bothered to talk. Yeah, I don't think that's working anymore. Yeah, no, I have to fix it later. Um, 
Fix it in post, along with the rest of this show. <laughs> there might be a lot of popping peas. This uh, this show's going to be four minutes long. Once he, he <laughs> deletes all this stuff where we call him a racist. <sighs> um, what the fuck are we saying? We are talking about Andor. And that we got to see the origin of Snoke. That's the whole second season. Oh, no. It, it, <laughs> it definitely has a very 70s feel with yeah. the equipment. But we get, yeah, we get more with Zero. We get more with... Cinta and her partner. Cyril. S-Y-R-I-L. Yeah. It's yes. Apple Jacks or it's Fruit Loops? Did you notice also that they use the word toilet in the, in the Star Wars universe? Yeah, now? but you still don't see anybody take a, bu- take a dump. They still have the thing where they all get showered by, like, mist. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, the sonic washer. That's what I I, that that was exactly Legends what I was the other thing. It was like, oh, everybody, everybody was cleaned by sound. Clean by sound. Well, there, there was a just the vibration. Their shower was a sonic washer, or right. something like that. So I was like, it just like vibrated the dirt off of you, or whatever. It was like, <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, yes, the technology. I guess you couldn't call it a fresher in a room that you're living in. Like the fresher would be like, oh, that's the rest room. The toilet is a specific item within the. Yeah, the that's fresher. what I kind of took it as, but I was just like, uh. Okay. Still, no, it made you think I'm sitting there like, I couldn't live there. I just, I'd do the same thing. I just like, I'm just gonna walk onto that, that thing and get fried. I don't want to take a dump with 50 people watching me. <laughs> well, it's more like, well, you're showering with 50 people there. You don't need that either. <laughs> I don't need to see that old dude. You know, that old dude's gonna F everything up. I mean, it's pretty much what a prison is, anyways. Yeah, I don't want to go to prison. <laughs> I'm really interested in being the new fish. Um, I was just, you know. Everything all the stuff that, with the ISB too. You know, when I first saw it, I had no idea that was Colonel Ularen because it just didn't look like him at all. But it makes sense. Yeah. Um, and those pieces that are coming together. The first time I saw him, which was the episode before last, I thought, I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be Ularen. Yeah. The first time I saw, the first time he showed up, that what was the second episode or whatever, when he's talking to everybody, I just took it to be like, oh, he's just the you know one of the guys who helps head the ISB right or runs this division of it. And then later like, Oh, that's you Laren. I'm like, speaking of voiceovers, I should have had him voice over that. Uh, um, yeah, but no, he's, he's good. Um, the, the acting is, and it, you know, it does work because even if you're going to say that the, you on the death star, supposedly you on the death star is the same character. It's still, you know, five, six years later that, you know, he could age. So it doesn't, you and McGregor can become Alkinus. Yeah. There you go. If if Rhodey could go from Terrence Howard <laughs> to Don Cheadle. If Bruce could go from Edward Norton. Yeah. No, I mean you there there is some of that you have to the, you have to You just, have to accept yes. what they give you. This is the character that we're telling you this is that character. The backstory still exists. Everything you've seen is true. He just doesn't exactly look like him. Correct. There is no canon that Ularen's on the Death Star. Correct. So that's the other part of it is we don't know where he gets to, you know, that he becomes that character. It doesn't, isn't it in the Battlefront 2 book you find out Ularen survived? I think so. Because Ularen's working with Iden Verso at one point, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, he, he if he had a place on the Death Star, he left before it blew up. Right. Um, It's just a fun thing that... I think fans put together and Lucasfilm doesn't care. One well, there were a the few other. other people that left before then too. Obviously. I mean, we don't have any, I you know, it doesn't, I don't think they mentioned in the comic that Taggy died there. No, I think in the comic, although he isn't part of the, 
the in the Doctor Afro comic, the Taggy Corporation doesn't have him, so maybe he does die there. Um, but so yeah, it's just fun stuff. It's it's uh, the show is paced the same, but it doesn't feel the same because you already had like things are still moving, and yeah. now you're moving towards where you think you're gonna go. But so many people are just so. This show is horrible. I'm, I'm not getting anything out of the show. I the, most of the stuff I'm seeing is that this is the Star Wars that people wanted. This is the stuff that the fans want. I think a lot of people wanted this. It, it, the the problem I always have is everyone. There's so many people that I know that say that can't say that this show is great without also saying because this show's great because Obi Wan's terrible. Yeah, this show's great because Book of Boba Fett was terrible. This show's great. The Mandalorian is stupid. I'm never going to watch it again. Everything's got to be like this. It's like you can like different things. Like I can enjoy Obi Wan and enjoy Andor for different reasons. That's but, one of the great things about Star Wars as a universe and the sandbox that George created is that all these different types of things can fit. You can have the Western genre. You can have the monster genre. I mean, we watched it with Clone Wars in one season where they did, oh, here's our homage to Godzilla with the Zillow Beast. Yeah. And then towards the end end of the season, they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, remember Walking Dead? Here it is. Here's zombies in the, in the Star Wars universe with the brain worm thing. Yeah. Um, you can play with those pieces because it is a giant universe. It's not... A single and that's thing. what people seem to forget that it is a giant universe, it's a giant universe that has soldiers that have guns and spaceships that shoot each other, and it has magic people who can make things move with their mind and they can read other. And there's regular thoughts. people, and there's regular people, and there's aliens, and so you can do anything with aliens that you want to do. And there's a giant praying mantis in a cantina in Mos Eisley <laughs> that's in one shot. Yeah. So it's just you can kind of do. So this show definitely feels different than I can't imagine an Obi Wan show feeling like this. Like, am I really going to watch Obi-Wan go through this? Yeah, right. You can watch Andor, because Andor's a serious character in Rogue One. You What's know, also really nice about this from. show is it shows you just how the Empire has turned the universe. Or they, they When it takes over. This is the flag over every city that Saw talks about. Yes. You know, the Imperial flag over ever. Over but you also city. don't see a lot of aliens in it either, which is very much the the... Uh, xenophobic emperor that we had in the in the uh, EU. Yeah, but they still give you. I think they've given you too much to say that the EU emperor is going to be the same as this emperor. Sure, because he wouldn't have even worked with Masamita, and we know in the canon that he allows Masamita to work with him throughout the entire run. Right, his entire reign. Masamita is still on Coruscant after the emperor dies. Yes, for the first time, um, or the second time. I don't know. Maybe he's died like eight hundred times. Um, but That'd no, it's, 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 no, it wouldn't be just let it, <laughs> it's, that's my, I think my biggest problem with Rise of Skywalker, even though I was excited when he first showed up, it would be just like, uh, you couldn't come up with a new villain. You couldn't do anything new. You got to give me the emperor again. And then it leads to all this, like, oh, he's doing this and this. We already had a lot in canon of how much the emperor had put in place after he died. Right. And I found that stuff to be fascinating, but to have him come back now, just, doesn't feel right to me. Except for the fact that you like that Snoke was just nothing. Well, I love that. I also like the fact that Ray was nothing. And then it was like, no, no, she's the emperor. God damn it. <laughs> Come on. Um, it's, it's no, it's, it's great. And tales of the Jedi was great. Mm-hmm. And tales of the Jedi was surprisingly more. It was more connected than I thought. it yes. would be. Um, the Ahsoka stuff was great. I do love that Dave Filoni's like, hey, remember when you all hated me because I had Ahsoka face 3,000 clones and she survived? 
Here's why. Thunk. Yeah, I thought that was really. He's gonna be sitting there running like, yeah, take this, you goddamn fandom menace. Check how, this out. Especially how it just came right up, butted yeah. right up to it. The only thing I didn't like was it disinvolved E.K. Johnson's Ahsoka book to a degree. Got into it with a lot of people with that too, because they're just like, why bother telling us this stuff is canon if it's not going to be canon? And I said, admit it, even from the start, it still has tears. Yeah. Your, your movies can overwrite the, the animation. The animation will overwrite the books and comics. The books and comics will overwrite anything that you think happens in a game. Because you had a problem with it with Bad Batch, with Kanan. I didn't have a problem with it. I just said that he did it. Here's the thing. Dave Filoni has rewritten Kanan a billion times. Oh, sure, sure. He, re- he completely got rid of one of my favorite book series of all time. It doesn't make it a bad series. Right. It doesn't invalidate my experience reading those books. Right. I can reread those books. I can reread Broke Squadron. I can reread all of this stuff and enjoy it for what it was and also enjoy getting new stories that I know are canon until Dave Filoni gets a hold of them. Right. So when he rewrites episode four, then we're all fucked. But until he does that, you know, until he makes the Bad Batch the saviors of the rebellion... Then, then it'll be... Do you think he's eventually going to make him the Scar Squad? No, I think he's going to put uh, the big dumb one in the X-Wing, and he's the one that actually destroys the Death Star. <laughs> just, just and you're going to find out... He's actually in that Y-Wing. Yeah, the hun- Hunter is is the uh, is Din Djarin's dad or something. It's just going to be great. Um, you know, he's not going to do that. I, it's just... Omega is actually... Say, I know this, there's someone... Yesterday I was reading something that... They're very upset that apparently they assume one of the characters in the final Ahsoka piece is a character from the book. And oh, in the, the girl. book, yes. yeah, in the book, there that character is gay, and yes, the, the thing here is not. She has, she has a thing for Ahsoka, yes. So she's bisexual. Yes, it, it's alluded to. Yeah. Okay. Like, but I, I just, I, like, you could kind of have seen that in this a little bit. But but you did. She has like a boyfriend, right? In this thing, no, I don't even remember brother. what the hell no, that's, that's her brother. Is. That's her that's brother. brother. Okay, and but, the, her infatuation with Ahsoka was because Ahsoka saved her. It wasn't, you know, like oh. Well, then, mm-hmm. then I don't understand saying that they erased her LGBTQ if they didn't establish any. If it is exact, the, the same exact character, which it they isn't. don't establish. Though that's the thing is they don't name that character, do they? I. Don't remember if they named her or not. I mean, I'm sure they. they I read the to. thread and I was going to put in like, "I'm an idiot." Who the hell are you talking about? I read that book five years mm. ago and I don't see, remember. I, a lot I was of paying. It. I was kind of paying attention to that because I wanted to see if they were using the same character, if even they were in the same situation, and they were. Because also, you don't know what time they're at. Um, no, but when when Ahsoka fights the Inquisitor and gets the Kybers back, she there's a garrison of. There's a garrison of, of stormtroopers that she's there, and she calls for um, Bale to show up faster to save to save some people. It's it's similar. She keeps she keeps the thing in the the cartoon, right? She keeps the thing that calls him. She well, gave it back to him after she gets back on the ship with him. Uh, she yes, yeah, she leaves with him to become Fulcrum okay. after that. So we can't give her. Or actually, well, again, she kind is of is after? Fulcrum. I don't know. It's Filoni's going to rewrite all the stuff that he rewrites. I think the Dooku stuff is fascinating because mm-hmm. it brought up something that I hadn't really the thought Dooku about. The Dooku stuff was amazing. Is knowing, you know, it, it. I think it was revealed even at the time, you know, back during the prequels that 
Dooku was Qui-Gon's master at one point when he was a Padawan. And the idea, and then of course the, the kind of the more we get of Dooku now, he does have a connection to Qui-Gon. You get a lot of that in the master and apprentice book, but the idea that his new master who he's with because he wants things to change murders his apprentice. But they don't ever name the girl. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's his village named. sister. Yeah, they don't never name her, so I don't know what the out there problem is. Mm. Um, the the idea that and also the idea that during episode one, Dooku's still part of the Jedi Order. Yeah, you know, with the the one of the the what is it, the fallen, the twelve fallen, the the twelve that leave the order or yes. whatever, the fallen twelve. Yeah, is happens in between one and two. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he's already working with Sidious while he's there. He's the one that deletes the the file. Um, In the comic book, Sidious shows him the hologram of Maul killing Qui-Gon. Yeah, but that was before they really established his relationship with Qui-Gon, didn't they? I think so. When that was written. So it's just it's something I really didn't think about. And it, it is, you know, as you get Master Apprentice, you get the Dooku audiobook and it's the idea that and, and what all these characters get through one of the great things you know when everyone went crazy because sam whitmer did the voice of the short trooper who arrests andor yes. in the andor show they're like oh look it's it's star killer no that's not star killer at all that's darth maul that dude's voice is darth maul's voice that's, and that was that's so it. that was like everybody was freaking out because it's like do you guys not realize he's done other voices yeah, he's, you know, he did he the emperor the for a little bit um, yeah, but the Star Killer helmet is in that in the shop, and he's doing the voice now. So now we're going to so get Star Killer. Yeah, we're going to get Star Killer back, who faces Vader and the Emperor and beats both of them, mm. making Luke Skywalker a pansy ass. Like he's just too much. And his family it's, crest ends up becoming the Rebel Alliance because somewhere. the Rebel Alliance mm. was started by Darth Vader. Yeah, it's, it's taking away all of the agency of Mon Mothma now Luthen, uh, Bale. Padme when she started all the characters you've given that like you're telling you risk their lives to start this rebellion to start something that I think even Mons was like oh this got out of control really fast you know Luthen being the one like we got to make people suffer I mean that's the most fascinating thing in that I'm watching this and going that's the thing they're doing and he is a lot like Saw mm-hmm. where Saw is like I don't care who I kill the Empire has to realize that we are not going to stop. We're not just going to kill their soldiers. We're not just going to kill their leaders. We're going to kill their citizens unless they free all of these planets. Terrible way to do it, but that's the way he decided to do it. Um, the Starkiller, I hate the Starkiller thing, but the, with, with um, the hell was I going? You were talking about Luthen and... I was talking about Sam Whitmer for a little bit, and I don't know why. How everybody is identifying that. Yeah, oh, the, tra- the tragedy of this. So, so Sam Whitmer... Being Darth Maul, what Filoni did for Maul in Clone Wars and Rebels. And Solo. The story that he's oh, there. Because the he dies in Rebels. Yes, yes. Is he's such a tragic character then? Yes. Because the Emperor gives him what he wants in a way. Whatever Maul was, it's like, I can give you power. I can give you strength. You're going to kill all these Jedi. No, he kills one. Right. He kills one. You go through the books and stuff. He's probably killed a couple more. I think he kills one on a planet or whatever. Um... But his story is so tragic because he's so used. He's thrown away. Mm-hmm. 
you know, when he comes literally, back and, and literally. Yeah, literally thrown away. And then when he comes back, the emperor throws him away again. He's like, no, I got this guy. Well, the emperor here, you see him with Dooku and just basically being like, no, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to find your replacement. That's right. all I'm doing. I'm using you and you're using what Dooku really wants. This is the separatist part of it too. He uses all of the separatists, the separatists as a people are not, they're just people that want their own say they're, they're Americans. We don't want to. We, we don't want to pay taxes to King George, but not be represented, and that's what they feel like right. in the Republic. So they want to leave the Republic. He uses Dooku to use the Separatists to get this whole thing where he can destroy the Jedi and take over everything. Well, he uses Dooku is what from he uses du, what Dooku is already feeling. That's what to saying. create the Separatist. He's, pro- he he takes the motivations of these characters and he manipulates them yes which is why he's the greatest sith he doesn't just do it with power he doesn't just do it with an army he doesn't just do it with a lightsaber correct he does it by this subterfuge and this kind of manipulation in order to get to a point where those characters are so disposable yes. literally has his replacement take dooku's head off yeah and that look of like well this isn't supposed to happen well what did you think was going to happen and that, and, and the things that he's forced to do in this, where a Jedi Master just completely disappears and we never hear about it again because it's a movie, it's okay. I'm sure we're going to get another story of something where the, the Jedi Council after this is like, hey, where did Yaddle go? I don't know. But she just left the other day and she never came back. Well, yeah, no, she a- she says that she she left the Council. She... She can leave the council, but to have a former council member Jedi oh, Master sure. simply disappear from the temple sure. with nothing should raise some flags. And again, it sort of makes episode two with these Jedi going, what's this? Oh, it's an army. Yeah, who made him? Sifo Dyas? Isn't he dead? Yeah. Okay. What do you want us to do with him? They're soldiers now. Let's go. What? But <laughs> to take a background character, a literal background character, and make her so important now, is fascinating. That's the power of Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. Get BDH to your voice. You got to be an important character. But it's like, we, we, you we know, also see that the, we always, we, we, the woman when you who watch, played, um, uh, Jaden Urso is the voice of the mother. In yes. Yeah. Yes. But when you, when you, when you first see episode two and you see the new council and you're going, I wonder what happened to that, you know, that other Yoda character that, yeah, that, what they, the yaddle. Oh yeah, it did. But <laughs> I wonder what happened to that character. To get that resolution, she got murdered by the Valen. <laughs> no, 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 Obi Wan, this is this is wrong. I, uh, by the way, the the dude, the the your dude is a Sith. Yeah, they're all over the place. Also, I killed Yaddle. Wait, what? <laughs> now you're sort of like maybe maybe Obi Wan should have been believed. And to see how it it fit, you know, the Dooku stuff fit within Episode One, and you know, it was perfect. Well, the people that are surprised it's the place he meets him in episode two. I'm like, why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Like, I mean, so as soon as he left, I'm like, oh, he's got to be going to the power place or whatever where he meets him in episode two. Yeah. Pepper looked good. He looked fit. You know, looked like he'd been working out. Well, that was it's, before he got uh, Mace yeah. Windu. It was uh, Mace Windu. It was night, but even to see Windu's evolution, because Windu's still an ass. That's the. At some point, I think they will just point out that part of the reason that everything gets screwed up is because they put Windu in charge. Mm-hmm. And he's not ready to be in charge. They put him in charge because he had a more militant stance. And well, like, it almost sounds like he followed the rules. He was very like, detail-oriented with the rules. And it almost sounds like... That's why he hates Anakin. 
Dooku would have been put there except for his actions. I think that's during that in mission. a couple of places. Yeah. That, it, that it's there to just be like Dooku would have been part of the council. Because the way that, that what one of the, the things that they show in the old EU is in the, the Django Fett miniseries with Dooku when they slaughter the Mandalorians. They get tr- tricked by the governor of the planet, you know, and then when the Jedi show up to save him from these vicious Mandalorians and they go and slaughter everybody before they find out. And he's like, wait a minute, what the hell are we doing? This is not us. You know, his, his like Anakin, not really trusting the Jedi council anymore, but having more reason to do so to be like, how are we so easily duped? When did we become people that come and just like slaughter these mercenaries um, rather than trying to find a different solution? And it's kind of here too, of just this idea of or the flip side of it, of being, why aren't we enforcing justice? Why aren't we following up with this sort of thing? How did we, as a peacekeeper, are we so connected to the Senate that the Senate can do whatever it wants and we never look into these sort of things? Where the feeling that we're getting from High Republic is that these guys in these outposts would have seen what would have happened and would have gone back to the council and said, hey, this senator is doing all these things and making these people destitute. We got to fix this as a, as, as a Jedi council. We need to help these people and we need to help get these things back in order when i first saw that planet i thought it was the planet that they find ahsoka on in mandalorian season two oh, all yeah, the trees yeah, and stuff yeah, and the yeah, robots and i was like oh hey that kind of looks like yeah, it looks like that planet doesn't yeah. it yeah but you know it's the same planet at the end with ahsoka yeah then you see that it, it's yeah. come back and everything um so with all this going on we get that there's a secret star wars film being written and nobody talked about it. Is post uh, post Skywalker timeline, but may have bring back some characters from the the sequels. It's set past the sequels. It could bring back sequels characters, but it has nothing to do with Skywalker. Correct. Uh, Damon Lindoff and um, uh, Justin Britt Gibson are penning the script. Um. There's not a lot of details yet, but this just seemed to come out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere, and then it disappeared. Yeah. It was really... I was like... I posted it in that Imperial Scum group. I posted it in, in that... And I'm like, oh, wow, that's cool. And I'm like, we've been running under this assumption that we're not getting a movie anytime soon. Correct. Everything they're like, oh, Ryan Johnson was going to do a trilogy, but now we don't know what the hell's happening with that. And he said, I don't know what the hell's happening with that. Tyke is going to do a movie. And Tyke is like, I don't know. I'm, I don't think I'm working with Star Wars. So we don't have anything. Now we have concrete from Lucasfilm. We are working on a film Mm -hmm. and nobody cared. And I don't know if it's because we're in the middle of Andor. It's because Tales of the Jedi was this week that we're getting Star Wars content. And that's what we're focused on is the content that we're getting from the TV. Maybe we don't want to film anymore because this will be the first one we put against the stuff they're putting on TV where we're like, what makes this a movie? You know, mm-hmm. this it's the Marvel kind of thing too. Like, I need a Marvel movie to be more than it was because if I'm getting really good Marvel TV, the movie's got to be. Why is this a movie? Mm-hmm. And it's not just oh, we have to pay Angelina Jolie, so we need box office pro- tickets. You know, what is this as a you know budget's going to be bigger or whatever? It's got a lot riding on it because you've got a lot of people who now all of a sudden are like, you know what? Maybe I don't like Star Wars. I don't like any of the movies anymore. I think Episode Two is the best movie. It's got the best dialogue. Well, Lindelof, Lindelof, Lindelof created Lost. Help, co-created uh, help, Lost. Yes. yes, he did the Watchmen series for it's, HBO, which is amazing. That's what everybody loves him for. And the Leftovers. and also had 
the fortitude to say, I'm not doing Watchmen season two. I don't want to. Correct. It shouldn't have one. That's the end of it. And was able to win against HBO, which just kind of th- kept throwing money at him. Like I, I watched that series. It was it truly was amazing. Um, and it's a, it's a shame that it didn't get a season two, but it didn't need. If you it. have the person who put it together say it doesn't need a season two, it know. didn't need. As it. long as Robert Zemeckis says there should never be a Back to the Future four, I don't want a Back to the Future four. Yeah, it, but it, it really didn't need it. I mean, it wrapped up things nicely. It gave you, it gave you a. A wrap up to whatever what you needed with watching. Told you who Snoke was. It was great. Um, but yeah, it's. it's uh, I think that as much as the news is is lack, the news doesn't have any details. For me, the story is that it wasn't a story. That the internet just didn't say anything about it. I barely saw it anywhere on any of my social feeds. Feeds, but I got a hell a hell of a lot about you know the Andor episode. Excuse me, and the tales of the Jedi and everything. That was fascinating. Well, it says, uh, Britt Gibson, however, comes to the job after a secret. It's always secret Star Wars, isn't it? Writer's room that began coming together after this year's Star Wars celebration. The room held a two-week a two week session in July, and at that table were Patrick Somerville, who worked on Lyndon, uh, Lindoff's film, The Leftovers, or worked with him on... And, I can't believe um, they made an entire film about making turkey sandwiches after Thanksgiving. Yeah, and then McClendon, who was also the producer of Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan Consulting. Sucked. Sorry, consulting producer. He consulted about how much it sucked. But they all sat down and they started coming up with these with this idea. Dave Filoni. The, the, the idea prodigy is. of Star Wars creator George Lucas is involved in many of the shows we've seen in the past. After breaking... Hey, wasn't, st- he, wasn't he promoted to like a content manager or something like that? Mm-hmm. Basically, content editor... All sources are saying that the story would take place after the events of 2019 Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, although it would not be a continuation of the Star Wars saga. It could, however, feature some of the characters from the Star Wars trilogy made in the 2010s. So we'll find out if Damon Lindelof has made a phone call to John Boyega and said, look, I'm really sorry, but let's do something cool. What if they do Boyega as a Jedi? Did you buy Finn as a Jedi? Because boy, the Lego the Lego special seems to really think he is. And they were trying to hint it, hint it hint to it in the movie. Yeah, I'm just wondering if you'll get like maybe something with Rose. Could you imagine if it's a Rose movie? Or that's the, the way I put the thing in. Is or I was, a story? Like, I put in and I was just and I was like, you know, it, it, the, no real details except it's set after. Episode nine, it's not a Skywalker film, but it could feature those characters. And then I put after it's like, make a Rose movie, you cowards. Just give it to me. Just give me (laughs) Kelly Marie Tran as Rose, as like the leader of the new New Republic. (laughs) That's kind of like, what do you go with after that? Because, you know, the Empire and then the First Order and everything has been destroyed at that point. I think you make it very small. That's that I said, I, I think. You can make it small. You can make it, but for a movie, you would need something. You'd need someone. Well, in terms of like what it is, it's not. It's it's a personal Hmm. journey, or it's a small. You know, it's my daughter got kidnapped by this group. It just happens to take place in Star Wars. Yeah, and that's the thing you could do with Finn. If you put Finn on the outer outer rim, like so many of the people that he knew are in a you know Leia's dead. Whoever's going to run this, if if Poe becomes Chancellor of whatever the Republic turns into. 
he probably isn't going to need Finn around. Or Finn decides, like, I need to go find out who I am. Because Ray's a super Jedi now, and she's going to restart the order. Rose is Chancellor. Remember Rose being Chancellor? And it's just it's just a movie of Senate well, no, hearings. Poe po and Finn are married now, and they... God, that, I saw that. almost all The few <laughs> things I did see was that was the Twitter one after. It's like, oh, I hope Poe and Finn are just banging this film. It's an X-rated so, film called the film. They're saying that the film could drop as early as December 2025. I think they said no earlier than 2025. That yeah. is the earliest date Disney has carved out on the calendar for a Star Wars feature. We'll get it in 2028 because they'll they'll have to fire all these people and get new people because that's the Star Wars way now. Yeah, so um, you know they're just going to put John John Favreau's name on it just to appease people. Like, look, it's okay. It's going to be executive produced by Tony Gilroy and John Favreau just to, just to get people to be like, hey, it's all right, look. So, but here's the thing. It says, yet Star Wars uh, uh, big screen movies have been closely watched. A, a Patty Jenkins Rogue, Rogue Squadron movie, which was supposed to open in December 2022, is now off the calendar and on the back burner. It's amazing to think that movie was supposed to be next month. Marvel Studios boss Kevin Feige is producing a film written by Loki, Loki writer Michael Walden. Uh, while Love and Thunder filmmaker Taika Waititi has also been developing his own movie for the star- for the past two years, that stuff all sounds like it's it's. I think it's rumor they're taking as fact. I don't know if Taika has Taika's, time. Taika, they've already said Taika that that's he is doing a film. Yeah, but is he actively working on it right now? Writing it. Is he actively working on it right now? It's him and another writer working on it. Yes, so the other writer is working on it. Basically, yeah. Tyke's too busy doing our skulls have flags or whatever. Our flag means death. Season two. That's such a good show. And what we do in the shadows. Um, he just produces that, doesn't he? Yes, because he did the movie. Yeah, he did. Christy Wilson Carnes is writing is is the writer for the uh, Tyke one. He's developing a movie and she's writing it. Uh, she wrote 1917. It's always interesting to see how much Star Wars fans hate Star Wars. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough. But he it says he's been working on it for more than two years. Uh, so I don't know it's how called Star Wars Love and Force. I don't know how active he's been writing Force and it. Thunder. Chris Hemsworth is the newest Jedi out there. I'll take it. Well, they've already said that he's not coming back for Thor Thor Four. I'd be interested to see. Love and Thunder is Thor Four, isn't it? Yeah. He's not doing the next Thor. He's not doing do the next Thor. Uh, yeah. He's not doing the next Thor movie. Because um, the rumor was the first cut of that film was like four hours. Yes. I'd love to see a, a director's cut of it because it is so disjointed. Oh, God. I'd that love was, to see what Taika would actually want to do with it. I would. I think that's it, the that's the you know Snyderverse cut. Release the Taika cut. Let's get that going right now. Let's, let's just hashtag that in right now. <laughs> Release the Taika cut. I don't know. All right. So anything else? I don't think we're allowed to be. You got to leave in ten minutes. Don't yeah, you? Uh, Cyril, I, I don't think is going to be joining the rebellion. I think he's going to be joining the ISB. Yeah, it is a little different than I thought it would be. It's oatmeal that we got to worry about. It's oatmeal. What am I forgetting? What am I not? What, what are we missing? What are you talking about? Do you remember which one's crickets? There you go. Cereal, oatmeal, oh. cereal. <laughs> And on that note, we're going to wrap what if what up. if the sergeant from the f- the first couple oh, episodes, Charles. his name is Oatmeal. <laughs> That's his call sergeant, sign, Sergeant Oatmeal, <laughs> Sergeant Oats. 
All right, so make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables, on Twitter at Nerdables Show, and on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris and Ethan, I'm R.A. saying we'll talk to Sergeant, you next time. Sergeant, part of a nutritious, balanced breakfast that always has 65,000 calories worth of food when you were a kid. Like, here's the Fruit Loops. Here's a banana, a muffin, two glasses of milk, an orange juice, and like a stick of, uh, just a stick that you got to eat. Balanced breakfast. Stick and vanilla. <laughs> a stick. No, it's just a stick. No, it's your just fiber stick. Yeah, it's your fiber stick. Okay, cut him off now. <laughs>